Here we are, Future Waves Radio. Yeah. Uh, I'm Gifford Kaysen. This is Matt. Matthew Hopkins. Matthew Hopkins, the Witchfinder General. Uh, and with us today, we have Jeff Croce and... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it took you fucking 15 <laughs> seconds to forget. Julio Avila. Uh, there you go. God damn it. Again, for us, Julio, please. <laughs> Just like... Anyways, so Julio's down here from Milwaukee. He is uh, he works at and is a proprietor of Cornerstone Tattoo. And Jeff is here from San Francisco. He works at Seventh Sun Tattoo. He's doing a guest spot at Skin Abrasions. Um, how are you guys doing today? Great. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank, yeah. Thanks for coming to my apartment to hang out, guys. Yeah. 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 Hey, beer, pizza, and great hair. <laughs> Where? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know you do have it. It's yeah. all yeah, luscious and yeah. yeah, that's what I'm here for. My, so today we were going to talk about tech technology. Techno- uh, I think uh, communication over technology okay. and the evolution of that, how that uh, has worked with artists in, I guess recent. Recent. I mean, we can go as far back as. As any of us are fit to talk about, but uh, with the internet, certainly. Uh, so, uh, you guys met over the Reed Street Forum, which was. Uh, why don't you guys explain what that was? I think it started out as um, just kind of a forum for Seth Safari to kind of sell his tattoo machines, but it kind of evolved into something like a, you know, everybody posts their ideas, not only about machines, about everything tattoo related um and there were several different versions of it like i remember the pink version yeah which you had to scroll down for everybody's reply and it took a long time to read through everything and then it became a lot more manageable but um but yeah i think it it was i mean it's seth safari's idea his brainchild and i'm glad he made it yeah, I mean, I'm, I remember the tail end of it, kind of reading through it. That's when I was keyed into it. When it was um, Yuku? I don't even know what it was. I mean, no, it, I, was I think it's actually it. still there, too, which is funny. I Yeah, I've been told it's still there. I haven't been able to log into it. Um, it it's somewhere there. Yeah, I logged into it maybe like two years ago, and it was 
it was still there, but nothing had occurred. Like, it, it, yeah. So for me, I know nothing about this. What went down in these forums? Like, well, originally, like he said, it was Seth wanted to sell his machines only to professional tattooers that he was familiar with. That was my understanding of it, at least. And then about the time I got on it, there were starting to be more people and more bullshitting and fun stuff and um, just tattooers, mostly from around the U.S., logging on and talking shit, basically. And, you know, a, a little bit of international stuff. And then it became a little more varied and there was like actually topic pages and stuff. But um, I think for me, like it was super cool because I got to communicate with people, a lot of whom I admired or they were like an earlier generation of tattooers for me that I would never have had any chance to talk with or anything other otherwise. And then I learned lots of stuff. Guys were like pretty open about helpful stuff in a way on there that they would not have been, I think, in person. And how would you get help from these people? Would you be like, hey, I'm having an issue. Would you post a picture of a drawing? Or would it be like, would people through the form of shit talking <laughs> critique you? I, in the beginning, like, at least for me anyway, it was like, I didn't know how to post a picture. Like, like I remember people emailing other people pictures like, hey, can you put this on your right. <laughs> whatever it is? And then can you post it for me? Because none of us had internet space to hold photos, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what? But yeah, it was like that. You posted it, and if because it was remember the critique section, like the, the that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like you thought you did some awesome drawing for a tattoo. You posted it, you get your ass handed to you. But if you were okay with that, you definitely learned from it. Yeah. Um, and you know, not everybody was as active as you know some of the people, but. Um, but yeah, it was as easy as that. Is you posted something, and then whoever had something to say would reply. How do you guys have any idea? Like, if you were to guess, how many active users would have been on it around that time? I know, like in the upper right hand corner, there was a, like a members thing, and I think it was. Man, I want to say like two thousand. Two thousand. When I started, but, I think it was like. 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like towards the end. Yeah. But out of all of those members, how many actually used it and, you know, gave input? A hundred. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. And like what year do you think you guys were doing that? Um, I think I started in like, t I want to say 2000, like pretty much right when I moved out to San Jose. Yeah, okay. I was going to say about the same thing. 2000, 2001. Mm -hmm. Okay. And all right, so there's that, and yeah, everyone was critiquing each other. And uh, well, I mean, there was other stuff too, like we were talking about uh, blending pigments and stuff earlier. That's where I learned how to do it. Somebody posted somebody's recipe for how to, you know, mix ink from raw pigment on that thing. And if, if I remember who it was correctly, I think he actually caught some flack for that. He did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cause he, yeah. he even put it on his website. Yeah. It's and Jeff then, something, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was on his outing. website and like, 
you know, people are like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, even to get into the forum, you had to have a password. And to get the password, you had to contact somebody. And then you had to have like, a couple of references or, if, you know, if they knew who you were already. Yeah. So you kind of just kind of put it out there. When yeah, I started, yeah. it was before that. It was... Right, right. At the very beginning, it was just like, I just, I don't know how I was like searching like tattoo stuff. And then I was like, oh, hey, there's something that says Aaron Kane said something. Yeah. I was like, he's my favorite. Um, I'm going to pursue that. (laughs) Mario, Mario Dess actually told me about it. I remember him calling me and saying, hey, there's this thing, you know, and I was like, all right, I'll check it out. He dialed it And then from, yeah, yeah. (laughs) On the, on the dial up internet, it took forever to load up. um, (laughs) Bong, bong, bong. Um, yeah, and it was awesome. It was great. Uh, so how do you think that compares to like social interactions, uh, in tattoo, the tattoo world currently easily? Like I would never put any of that stuff that I like, not say not gave away, but well, it was peers then. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was a close or, or a, a small group of people, and you knew like maybe you didn't meet that person in in real life, but you knew where they were coming from. You knew their work. You knew a little bit mm-hmm. about their background. Whereas if I did that now, you know, I, I don't really want to hear a critique from somebody that's been tattooing eight months. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure you can get from like an Instagram post, like yeah, shit sucks, bro. Or if, yeah, yeah, if well, you put something even... up, and say, hey, what do you think? You yeah, know, I don't want to hear that from you. No, I love that when they do give me the unsolicited critique, like on Instagram, <laughs> and then I immediately block them forever. <laughs> <laughs> I look at their you work know, and I'm like, wow, you're terrible. Bye. They deserve <laughs> it. Yeah. So, and, then, and then I've had a couple people email me saying. Why did you block me on your Instagram oh. page? Because you were saying shit that you didn't need to say. Yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, at least email it. Like, why? You, yeah. Or, if, if you think you have something of value to offer, make it private. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I guess that that forum was semi-private, you know. But is at least amongst tattooers and not it was only tattooers. Yeah. That's a big thing. I think it's. Cli- I mean. You get a reputation mm-hmm. with clients. like someone's talking shit, and I, I just I posted a photo recently, and uh, one of the dummy I'm not gonna name names, but one of the guys who's always talking shit that gets tattooed over at Skin Abrasions wrote something, and he's just trying to be funny. It's not funny, but he wrote it on the photo, and the, the client is calling me up like, well, "What does he mean by that?" Like, it's like, dude, your your shit's fine. That guy's just. Thinks he's funny. Oh, I blocked that motherfucker. On yeah, my oh, yeah. We we know who we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> I've had. Is he that talking happen. about you? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. no. But I'm like, I I was at Club Rectum and this motherfucker posted like what gay question mark? It's like <laughs> so what, dude? I just like half my other pictures are at gay bars too. Does that matter? Ugh. Yeah. Well, not half, but well, well, right. It's just like everyone's got a platform and some people to want to be loud. He's a fucking troll. Yeah. So. Well, anyways, uh, coming back around. So, all right. So there was the Reed Street Forum. At the same time, we, that was probably, there was the Reinventing the Tattoo Forum going on. Was anyone? Oh, uh, I was on that for a while. How was that? I never did that. I wasn't into it. Yeah. I. <clears throat> it was totally different. And there were some, like, pretty valid critique things on there. But 
I don't know. I'm trying to. I don't know how to say it without being a total piece of shit. No, we don't have to talk about it then if you don't. There was just like too much lip service paid towards yeah. doing things a, a certain way, like without people, you know, like. And then also, like, I felt like I, I guess one of my biggest beefs about it, maybe the biggest now that I think about it, was that. There was a lot of people doing or attempting to do like really technically difficult way out there tattoos that were totally incapable of doing them. Um, and it was kind of like, yeah, it's a free for all. There's no limits. You, you know, it's your art. You express yourself. And I, I think, um, you know, that's awesome in art and tattooing. You know, you can do that somewhat. But not really at the cost of like making a horrible tattoo. Like, you know, I think you should respect your limits and, you know, try to improve and grow and push yourself and whatnot. But like, if I just said, yeah, do some wild, crazy shit, and then everyone does wild, crazy shit, it's a tattoo, it's anything, then there's a lot of really hideous shit that's going to happen. And I felt like, not maybe purposely, but I felt like, that forum, at least in my eyes, like really kind of promoted that not, not purposely, but in the end, that's kind of what happened was the wild and crazy shit factor that was people expressing themselves was just like, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't, you know, you yeah. know go for something nice. And I don't know, maybe you don't know if you're not doing something nice. <laughs> that's, I never that's checked a, it out. That, I, yeah. I knew about it, but it, I, mean, I, I don't know. Reed Street had what I wanted. Right. So, yeah. Right. And, uh, well, it seemed to be a little more like rooted in like fundamental and solid tattooing versus the more abstract conceptual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there were some incredible tattooers on there. Yeah. Like, Grimy, Aaron Kane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting your drawing critiqued by Grimy. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. you know, makes, like yeah, it blew make, it blew my shit up a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was awesome. Um, yeah, speaking of critiques, like Jeff, you're one of the best critiquers I know, and you Thanks. don't hold anything back. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want. I don't know if you want to critique. I want you to. To get better. Right. Well, a absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, if you want me to tell you you're awesome, then I'll just tell you you're awesome. But if you actually. Ooh, right. Who wants that? Well, a lot of a people, lot of people do. That. Yeah. Right. Um, they don't know they do until they get a harsh critique. So what can I be doing better about my hair? <laughs> oh, my God. The ends are so split. <laughs> I can see the split ends from here. <laughs> you really need to work on your conditioning. Game. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, I got derailed there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know who is going to be become a better artist by who is going to accept, like, a critique well. Yeah, and, generally, uh, I yeah. think. You know, I mean, it hurts at first. Right. Sure. You know, but you, know, you swallow it for a day or two, and then you step back, and you look, look, look back at what you did, and you're like, you know, that person was right. You know, mm -hmm. all right, next time, this is what I got to do. Yep, right, absolutely. Um, and I think most people were receptive to that, to a critique on, on that forum. Yeah, there were a couple of people who were not, but 
Yeah, and, generally. And I, I think a couple people may have gotten booted for that reason. And, yeah. and good. I, I think know. there was a couple of people who were kind of cocksucker-ish about their... Yeah. About the way they went about things, too. Like, you know, if you don't like that style of tattooing or whatever, as a, like, rather than being objective, they're just like, fuck that shit. Fucking supposed to be like this. One third yeah. black, one third color, yeah. one third skin. Like, fuck you. Like, you suck. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, that guy just said it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, another thing that that forum had was a place to vent with other tattooers. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, some dumb shit happened at the shop or some unreasonable client. You know, you could say, man, this is what happened. Yeah. And then you had everybody relating to that. Like, all right, it's not just me. Right. Yeah. Everybody gets these people. Uh, yeah. Everybody has these That's days. That's super useful. And y- yeah. Yeah. Because we all yeah have those. You're just like, what the fuck? I mean, you're like, not going to vent with that stuff with clients. You know. Like, I mean, you might, but it's even, it's certain a clients. Not a good idea. idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, certain clients that you have a rapport with that you yeah. know them on a more personal level. Yeah. But yeah. But you know, they're always leaving. Like, what does that guy say about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've definitely had that. Well, what do you guys say about me? When yeah. I and we're like, oh, oh you uh, are awesome. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be saying. Yeah. This. Oh, well, sometimes like, I could tell you. (laughs) 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 You don't want that critique. (laughs) Just just keep giving me your money. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, So after Reed Street, or maybe during Reed Street, I think the next thing was, as far as like social networking and whatever, uh, MySpace came around and everyone was on that for at least a little bit. Yeah. It's coming Um, back. It's not coming back for I who? Keep, I keep hearing that, and I <laughs> coming back for who? I, like, a, for all of us. I no. loved MySpace, and the reason I loved MySpace was like, as opposed to Facebook, Instagram's been pretty good for me, but MySpace was geared towards meeting people you had never met before. Yeah, and Facebook was geared towards reconnecting with people right. you already knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I got fuckloads of business from people I had never heard of and would never hear of. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. So we were saying earlier. There was some, like, robot thing. You could send out, like, mass friend requests. Yeah. And then, like, people would see your artwork and go, oh, that guy's pretty near me. I can get tattooed by him. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And there was, like, a bunch of hot Latino girls on there. And, like, like, they'd thank you for the ad. It's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) You were doing something totally different. (laughs) But for me, it was, like... I felt like MySpace was a great thing. You, you was more of a form of self-expression. You show up to my page, yeah, I got a cool song playing. And like, Did yeah. you have the raindrops going down? <laughs> oh, I, I, my page was pimped to the max. I bet you it still is. Let's log in and check yeah. it out. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to look. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. We probably all still have MySpace if, pages it's floating not gonna, around It's up not there. going Straight out. Up, like, yeah. Somebody's keeping that. Straight up, and, if you guys want to see the last, the band I was in with Pete, DMTNT, it's on MySpace, and that has the most of our music because I've always been saying that shit's gonna come back. Like, I got like thirty tracks up on MySpace, still getting plays to this day. Who's Pete. still going to MySpace? It's mostly music stuff now, right? Yeah, but I mean, well, it still has. They got a little bit of ways to go, but <laughs> Justin Timberlake has a huge investment in it. So, and if he could bring sexy back. He can bring MySpace back. Fuck yeah! But I, <laughs> that's like to say that's the person that has rows of Jinko jeans in their closet saying they're coming back. 
Okay. No, man. That's I know I've only known happen. you for like an hour or so, but Janko is already back. Oh. I've already ordered from them. It's coming back big time. You're, you're the guy. Just because you already ordered for them? Well, I can't single-handedly. You, you brought them back? No, but either way, Janko, if you want to sponsor us... I know no. Gifford. <laughs> no. Gifford's jeans are looking way too tight right now. But Gifford can get them hemmed. <laughs> you, you can make three pair of jeans yeah. out of the one. Yeah, but it three was pairs a- of skinny jeans out of one Jenko yeah. leg. Yeah. One Jenko leg. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. But you know what the thing was though? It was such a great way of like instead of like this. There's like a lot more passive aggression, and MySpace was like straight up aggression. It was like, oh, fucking Fred pissed me off. Out of my top eight. Fuck you. Like, and then, <laughs> and then he forgot about the top you. eight. He couldn't yeah. even text you. He had to like comment on your page, like, "Dude, why'd you bounce me from the top eight? It's because you fucking suck at guitar. That's why. Fuck you, Fred." Yeah, we should bring back the top eight in Facebook top eight. Yeah, I don't know. Insta Insta top eight. Yeah, just in life. I'm just gonna in have life. like a <laughs> a little hologram that yeah. floats above your head. You totally it. should have a top eight for the tattoo shop. Yeah, I'm gonna have it on the back wall, like my top eight top eight clients. <laughs> yeah. Just to, just people. Just to have people like yeah. you know, I want to get on that top eight. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. book some more appointments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would probably work. It would totally that, work. That, <laughs> that would make people feel competitive and, with each other. And you guess, guys as shop owners too. It could be like Mike, you can get bounced from that top eight at any point. Ugh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm so bad. Yeah, no, I'm not doing you that. You have to explain to like your whiny client. Why am I not in your top eight? Like, well, I this mean, is why we've had a meeting. Yeah, and these are all the reasons why. Uh, party time, Tony. Yeah. You haven't met Party Time Tony yet. Mm, uh, he would be real bummed that he wasn't in the top eight. Yeah, I hung out with Party Time Tony last night. Mm. I mean, I just said I'd go out for one beer. That did not happen. How was the strip club? Didn't go to the strip club. No. <laughs> Jeff, however, has suggested this week that we take Mike uh, back to the strip club. Mike is in the corner here, by the way. <laughs> you, you all can't see this, but he's he's sitting in. Uh, I'm going to bring anyways. it back to MySpace. Yes, let's go back yeah. to right. MySpace. Yeah. Um, you're right. I, I know when, when that first started going around, um, I sold a ton of paintings to people I didn't know um, just through MySpace. Like... It was a new way to market yourself, um, and especially comparing it to Reed Street, to people that were not tattooers. Yeah. Like, all right, these are people that like my stuff. Um, and, and, you know, so, so you got, I got both sides of that coin. Yeah. And then, so MySpace kind of became convoluted at some point, and everyone was overloading their pages with too much bling, and it... Started to suck. And, Thanks uh, again, Juggalos. Yeah, it's Juggalos. <laughs> and then Facebook came up. Everyone kind of migrated over to that. I resisted Facebook. For I did. It. I too. did too. I was, yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. I was on MySpace for entirely too long. Yeah, I was like perfectly happy with MySpace because yeah. it was a, it, the business getting aspect of it didn't die off until Facebook really blew up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And people stopped spending time on MySpace, and then it was like. Okay, it was dead. But I remember before Facebook was open to anybody to join, one of my buddies like 
brought me over to his house. He's like, dude, it's like this new website and it's all amazing. You have to have like a .edu email address to even get on. It was in college. And the reason why I wanted to show it to me was because there was all pictures of these girls in college doing terrible things. Because it was still kind of like a privatized thing. They didn't even have privacy settings, but like straight up, really raunchy shit was going down on Facebook. And then when they opened it up, all of that went away. And it was like kind of tame ever since. And it's pictures of babies now. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. My father comments on virtually every photo that I put on Facebook, which is a lot of photos. You know, mostly all tattoo stuff, but it's pretty funny. And it's like, you know, it could be a tattoo of something, and he'll be like, why is it like that? Damn, <laughs> oh, he's giving you the critique. critique? No, yeah. no, not, not, not even like a critique. I told him, he actually was like giving me critiques, which I totally don't mind, except for. You know, I tattoo something on, you know, some flowers on some chick's arm. And then he's like, well, this would have been better like this. And this would have been better like that. And blah, blah, blah. My dad's an artist for a living. Okay. And uh, and then I get like a text or a phone call from the girl like, what did that guy mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. What is my, it, why does he have your right. same last yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, what does that yeah, jerk mean? And yeah, why does he have uh, your uh, same uh, last name? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my dad. And... Just ignore him. He doesn't know anything about tattooing. Yeah. Uh, so, but business-wise, yeah, Facebook has been a little harder to really put yourself out there. Um, yeah, to, like, new clients and everything. It has been good. Like, I've, w once I, because Facebook, I kind of embraced when I moved to Chicago. You know, once, like, established a Chicago crowd on Facebook, it was pretty easy to, like, branch out. I think it was easier than MySpace to, like, integrate into like certain scenes and social structures on Facebook, especially with the way they do events and you can figure out who's friends with who and all that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I mean, it, it wasn't great for like when Instagram came around, I think that was the best so far for uh, showing your work off and Right, yeah. I think when Instagram first started, it was mostly tattooers. Uh, you know, like, there was a huge percentage of just tattoos. Somebody told me a few years ago, it was like two years ago, so I don't, I don't know if it's changed all that much, but that Facebook, or sorry, Instagram is still 40% tattooing. I believe that. Wow. Really? Yeah. Crazy. That's amazing. Which is like hundreds of millions of photos. Yeah. But I, I guess. I mean,. I would, it all comes up on mine, but that's right. you know, it's meant to follow tattoos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, food, uh, tattooing and food are the two. Yeah. And then like half naked girls. Alt models. Yeah. Everybody's alt, an alt model. Alt models. Yeah. And <laughs> no, right. I don't even know what that means. Fitness yeah. models. And, yeah. yeah. Well, that's new. Alt models. I think fitness it's, models it's a came moderately attractive chick covered in bad tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? For all the good tattoo work I see on Instagram, the bad tattoo work I see on these half naked girls is really disappointing. So, yeah, a, all you guys need that's to start why they're tattooing. All so they can not look at their shitty tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Go there. Yeah. Why do all of these girls that want... I'm going to get myself in a lot of trouble here. Go for it. You're going to lose a lot of followers. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, ladies, Gifford's about to say something for you. Well, Listen just, up. Yeah, why... It, it's like the people that need 
a lot of attention, and they just are ain't like anything. Like will I will do and put whatever shitty tattoo on me. As long as it doesn't will, cost much. Yeah, I'm, I'll take off my clothes. I'll do whatever. I, just I, I want people to know that I exist, and this just bums me out. Yeah, you make it sound so sad. It's what well, it is. <laughs> I'm well, so sad about it now. Well, I think it's getting to a point where it's like, oh, like the 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 punk girl without the trashy tattoo is almost sticking out more. It's kind of like, oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah. You don't have your neck tattooed, and you're like thirty, and like you have pink hair. Wow, you're gorgeous. Like that's rare. Matt just got hard. I've been hard this whole time. I've been just hard since you walked in, Jeff. Rip that microphone a little harder. <laughs> all these phallic microphones, all these, you know, I'm in a room full of tattoo artists. Yeah, right. Uh, so now Instagram has changed their algorithm or something. I'm not really sure what's going on. Have you guys noticed any? No, I, I, did, I didn't notice. But I also heard that they didn't do it because people got so bummed about it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, what were they changing? They were going to, before it was just whatever you're, the people you follow's stuff was going to come up in chronological order when you looked at your okay. feed or All whatever. Right. Okay. And then apparently they developed some algorithm that was supposed to show you what it thought you would like based on what you like pressed a like button or look at you know, within your followers, but not necessarily in chronological order. Gotcha. And that's when like recently you saw those things like, like press the notifications button. If you oh, want to. Yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I couldn't believe some of the people I saw. Everyone was really posting the shit out of that, that stuff. You know, yeah. but like, that like happened. That. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happened with MySpace. I know it happened with Facebook. Oh, and then everybody yeah. threatens to jump ship. Oh, they're changing my thing. It's like, you're not going anywhere. You're no. just going to do the same thing everybody else And does. it's a way that those companies can start gearing towards monetizing what they're doing. Right. And their companies, the only reason they're there is to make money. Right. Like, yeah. It's Instagram's. Not a, it's not a, Instagram is not a social service. Right. No. No. <laughs> and that's the thing. People get so attached to the idea. Like, if you, I'm sure you guys have seen this on Facebook. People post like this paragraph, like, "I do not consent to giving my right." Wait, blah, blah. It's like, well, if you fucking read the terms and conditions, yes, you did. You right. consented to all of that. And like, Instagram owns your photos. Facebook owns your shit. Like, don't put it up there if you don't want it to be owned by somebody else. Now. You know, for instance, I had one of my photographs used in a local news thing. They never even contacted me. They used it straight Are we off talking about your photograph with my ex? <laughs> I happen to be talking about that yeah. situation. Well, Were so you I like, devastated? No. I was like, hey, guess what? He rubbed it in my face. He's like, oh, you, you got so many likes with your ex photo. I got on the local news with yeah. your ex in my photo. Oh, I thought you said your ass at first. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, okay, the the definition of the news piece was what's hot in Logan Square this weekend. Apparently, me with Gifford's axe was hot in Logan Square that weekend. It's mostly oh, my axe. Fair enough. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, so, but this, in essence, when you're posting it up, if they have consent to pull from Instagram, which they may not, or a lot of people just do shit first, ask questions later. It's like, sure. They can, Nobody shaking, reads the terms. Yeah. I never read the terms. Yeah. You just yeah. press that little button. It's like, whatever. Check so, the square. Like, have you right. guys ever experienced anything through any of this social media technology of people stealing your work, your original work? Has that ever happened to any of you guys? No. 
No. I don't think so. I mean, I know it happens. Of course it, it, it happens. It happen, but yeah. You I know, you personally. see, you've seen like the, somebody does a good tattoo and then right next to it, you see the shitty version. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so. I think Dan Hazelton is probably like the winning example of that with his, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely seen it, but nothing so specific with my own stuff. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, you make it no, too you, complicated to, uh, <laughs> to... You know what? Actually, yeah. I take it back. It did happen to me. Oh, yeah? Um, some company just outside of Santa Cruz commissioned me to do these little designs for tiles. They're like little nautical stuff that they were going to do in bathrooms and pools. Some company decided to put those on shoes. And um, a, um, a client of mine contacted me and said, Hey, did you get paid for these? Awesome. I was like, nope. Yeah. And then... I think I contacted the company. I was like, I didn't care, actually, you know. And um, But, you know, they held the licensing rights to these images. Well, yeah. So then they called that company, and next day they were gone. So, I mean, yeah. I didn't care, but, I mean, yeah, it happens. Well, in but, the whole thing, yeah, and you get into licensing rights, it gets screwed. Like, you hear of those real horror stories where the artists get sued by some company that is licensed the artist's artwork without their consent and then they're they're sued because it's on their portfolio or whatever right online. yeah so yeah i don't know keep control of your your shit i guess uh i've seen a lot of witch hunting on on instagram though that can be just so entertaining to like watch the comments pop off those like things that happen in the tattoo community of people being like this motherfucker did this and it's yeah, like yeah but you know who's the people that are saying that are usually people that just like they don't got much going on so they're yeah cons- i've seen it uh um they, i don't find it entertaining and I, yeah. I don't want any part of it right you're just like what like if somebody tried to copy a tattoo i did i'd be like whatever like why like just do it yourself or don't i guess i don't really care kind of sucks for the client but uh that has that piece the, the custom piece yeah. but like you're moved on to other things like it's I don't know. Everyone is kind of referencing or stealing from someone at some point in their career. Hopefully you're not just tracing some shit. Uh, You're using it and maybe it looks like something. But if you are that lazy and you're just tracing some shit, like whatever. What what are you going to – why do I care? Yeah. You know? I've definitely busted some people's balls for copying shit that I did. Not like copying verbatim tattoos, but like – I work super hard to have my shit look like my shit. Mm -hmm. And then if somebody rips off stuff that I do, that is pretty much, you know, stylistically something that I think is mine. If they do it tastefully, that's one thing. But if they just copy shit and it looks super lazy to me, then it bums me out. And I usually just say something, Hey, you're too good to do that or whatever. Don't do that. Ooh, that hurts too. That's cause that sounds, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get that. He, he thinks I'm better than that. Yeah. But if you take that, to but heart, I would, yeah. then you know. I would almost rather somebody just trace my tattoo and rip it off. <laughs> just because like, <laughs> do right, a obvious, swap meat bootleg version of it. Yeah. Obviously you just don't know how to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but if you like, you know, just copy what I do, then I'm like, well, if you're good enough to copy it, you're good enough to come up with your own shit and you should, that's what you should do. So. Yeah. I, yeah. 
there's a level, especially, I mean, when you're trying to develop a style and get it, especially with, like, biomech, I think like, you have to, you would be really arrogant to not heavily reference from people that have already worked out some of the really sure. complex design elements. But, yeah, don't sit on that. Keep keep moving with it, I guess, hopefully. Uh, anyways, I want to bring this back around to the social media thing. Yep. Um, so how do you guys think that so uh, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, all that has really given the artists individually the ability to kind of create their own brand and build their own clientele, um, maybe not necessarily need the structure of like your traditional tattoo shop to kind of come up in and rely on for clientele. Uh, yeah, definitely. What do you think that means for like tattooing and as artists? in general I, I think it depends on what kind of artist you are i mean a lot of people are super into the marketing of their own brand me personally i'm not like mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah i'm i'm not into that like i like doing the stuff and i like posting it but I, selling myself it sounds so weird to me i can't yeah. do well. it i like sharing <laughs> it but i'm not i'm not selling it if you like it you know where i am Right. I mean, and well, everyone here works in shops. No one's doing like the private studio thing. Right. Um, but the private studio thing has definitely become a real thing. Yeah. The private oh, yeah. studio thing's getting bigger and bigger too. I mean, and I'm sure Instagram has a lot to do with that. You know, you can be moderately successful and then get, you know, 90,000 followers on Instagram and then, you know, have a little private studio and, and that appeals very much to some people like like that creates a picture of exclusivity or something that is very appealing to somebody or some people to clients to some clients yeah, yeah. and i don't know, personally I, I like working with other people and uh, you know i don't think it appeals to me but yeah no that sounds like a nightmare to me like, I, I, I like like my social interaction happens at the shop and I like it there outside of the shop not so much yeah uh, I think you're seeing more and more how it is so I mean in the last so I've been tattooing for 10 11 years now and tattooing's changed a lot with that with, with everything that's happened um, there's a lot more shops now and there's a lot more shop owners, but I think you're seeing it's harder to really put the screws to established artists now. Like I, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I like, know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because you're not like yeah, you're gonna work for me and you're gonna take what I give you because you can't. It's like no, you're an artist. You've got your following. You can if you want to work in a tattoo shop, that's cool. But you can go up the street to some other shop and you know get a better deal or whatever you can't just get you know you know the shops that pay their dudes 50 percent or whatever have been tattooing for five ten whatever years yeah yeah that's yeah. insane to me that 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 still happens but that's um, that's new york though like my coworker just you know moved out here he he's from san francisco and then he moved and i'm not saying i agree with this because maybe it's fucking arrogance but I'd be damned if I paid someone fucking 50%. But, but like most of New York, all the big name shops and all that, they're all 50%. Fucking Kings Avenue. 
Really? Yeah. They charge like 300 bucks an hour, and the 50% pays for like 100% of the shop services. You know, the shop buys needles. Everything. The shop buys 100% of everything, including, you know, full-time shop staff help and everything like that. And you think that's like a necessity for just the overhead of running a shop in New York? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's a necessity. Maybe it's just kind of like a tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the way we've always done it, and this is the way we're always going to do it. But, I mean, how long is that tradition going to be able to keep up if you have everyone? I I think probably a long time because I I imagine it's difficult to open a shop in New York. Yeah. Money-wise, you know. Sure, So if you've got the money, you know, you can keep that status quo. Well, yeah, especially, and if you have a shop, again, back to, you know, Kings Avenue, but also, and I'm not sure what the percentage is that a lot of shops are, but they're all, I think that 50% is the standard there. But, you know, in any of the big name shops come with clientele that are, you know, pretty dedicated to that shop. And, yeah, you know, you open a new shop, you can pay yourself whatever you want, but you have little or no clientele other than what you bring personally. And, and quitting a shop you don't you know you definitely lose clientele even if you move 10 blocks away right oh you know there are people who are they're used to going to a certain shop they're not going to go to a new shop because that's comfortable and familiar and like that so oh man that's total brain fart sorry guys (laughs) but yeah i I just you know i just think it's probably culture and the tradition of that that locale that that stays like that i know when um my earlier days of tattooing um it was illegal to tattoo in the city of milwaukee right um so man there was only a handful of shops in the entire state so if you got into one shop and you you know so shop owners really did have that on you like if you yeah. lot if you lose this job where are you gonna go you're not gonna open up your own shop you know, yeah. nobody else is going to hire you. And there was kind of like that underlying threat, you know? But, yeah, that's impossible now. I mean, Milwaukee seems like kind of a free-for-all. With Pretty much. Yeah, just, it was a free-for-all the day after. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not even kidding you. Uh, I'm it. so bummed. Like, it, yeah. Tattooing was awesome back then. This was uh, became legal in 98. Oh, okay. So pre-98... Um, I, mean, I don't know. There had to have been less than 15 shops in the there entire is, state. Yeah, there was what, whatever. Uh, okay, there absolute. Was, there was Menominee Falls. There yeah. was one in Oak Creek. Uh, Madison, there was probably four, maybe five shops. Yeah. Um, Waukesha had two. Green Bay probably had maybe four or five. Yeah. And then maybe like Lacrosse, and, you know, and that's it. Yeah. And, and then, then Milwaukee opens up the very next day. I think there was like 20 shops in the city. I don't know, it's mostly not tattooers that were opening the yeah. shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many are there now? I have no idea. No a, idea. A lot, yeah. Who knows? They're, uh, you can name on one hand the ones that are good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or like consistently good, I should say. Yeah. It's like there's good artists. They just kind of bounce around. and. It's just, yeah, the, yeah there's a lot more average to subpar yeah. tattooers. Right, right, always. Yeah. And... and you do see, like, see guys have been tattooed in a few years that are just like, well, oh, yeah. Oh, I can go open my own place now. Like, I got a bunch of Instagram followers. I'm, you know, good enough 
why don't they're, they're paying me 50% here. So why don't I just go up the block and do it myself and make more? And I, honestly, like for a lot of these, it's like, who can blame them? Cause they're not, they're not coming from like established, awesome shops. They're coming from whatever right. that right. is paying them 50% or, you know, even 60%. It's so I think, you, yeah, there's a lot in, in Milwaukee. At least you see that in Chicago. I think you see that. Um, yeah. Probably I, a lot of the smaller, I think, you know, I think everywhere, I mean, you know, money is the driving factor for a lot of people opening their own shops. You know, they're paying, oh, well, I pay 70 or 60, you know, 70, 30. I'm, I, I could pay the shop 30%. Like, if I open my own shop, I make 100%. Like, yeah, I'm going to well, get employees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not quite. <laughs> Maybe I if, think there's a little there's a little bit of ego in that too with some yeah. people. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Oh, you, I'm gonna have my own shop. I'm gonna have the eight apprentices. You know, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's, it, and that just keeps perpetuating everything. Okay, and then those people leave. Then they mm-hmm. leave, open up their own shop with their own apprentices. Their own eight apprentices. And that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. That man, the apprentice thing, that bums me out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So Jeff, you've never apprenticed anyone. Nope. Uh, who? No. 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 Yeah. Me either. I mean, I'm not saying I will never, but no, right. It's, but it's gotta. It would have to be a, a really perfect situation that yeah w- will probably never exist for me. Right. Uh, Why the yeah. aversion to it, guys? Well, okay. There, 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 there's no shortage of tattooers. I, I I feel like there's more than ever, and it's at oh some there point, is there is yeah. this bubble's gonna burst. I feel there, like. there's no reason. There's no reason that adds to the tradition or goodness of tattooing to add more tattooers. I mean, the the one maybe exception to that is maybe somebody who's a really phenomenal artist or mm-hmm. something like that already. So someone who would bring to tattooing if they got into tattooing. Yeah. Or had the potential to, at least. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm not the person to do that, to bring them in. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not either. I don't. I don't, I don't I, care. You know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. I'm. I'm fine with tattooing. You know. Without the stress of it, and I've seen lots of apprentices come through, the shop where I work, and other friends' shops and stuff. And I don't re- think I really know of a single apprenticeship that worked out where both parties left happy. Or yeah. that's pretty rare too. Yeah. Yep. You know, every every person that I know personally, at least that I can think of, uh, with one exception, but 99% of the time I hear of somebody having an apprentice or somebody being an apprentice, the owner ends up pissed and the apprentice ends up pissed and they end up not being friends, mm-hmm. at least for like five years or something like that. And Yeah, that's pretty typical. You know, mm-hmm. one feels let down, the other one feels... You know, like the other person was a prick. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't seen the person that I first started with since I left. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's out there. You 17 know, I years, have, I think. I have no desire. I mean, I, what's there to say? You know, right. I mean, it was a mess. Yeah. It yeah. was insane. But, you know, when I, trying to get your door in in the 90s and... Like, all right, I guess, you know, I mean, I'd only been in in a handful of shops at the time, and they were all kind of scary. So, like, all right, this is just another scary. This is the way it is. So, all right, I'll deal with it till I can't anymore. 
Where, where did you start Hulu? This was in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Okay. That shop is no longer there. Surprise. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. There are plenty of laws broken in that shop. And I was like a quiet kid, you know, art kid, and all I wanted to do was tattoos. So it's like, okay, you know. like Yeah. You can see all this crazy shit, and hopefully at the end of the day, I'll learn how to make needles. Right, yeah. All right. That's, so yeah. that's fair. Okay. And I, and I think that, like, not that if I brought an apprentice in that I would show that kind of world to that person, you know, but if I, I think if I was remotely like that, you know, they'd be like, no, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. I'll just go to the next shop and see if they want an apprentice. Right. And that I don't want any part of. No, I mean, yeah. The closest I've heard of of like what sounds in theory to be like a good form of apprenticing is you know somebody that just works under you like day and night for a couple of years and you treat them well, but you give them a hard time. You know, you make them work and uh, maybe you can. I don't know, man. What like, I think what? I only know of like <laughs> yeah, two guys and they're happen. at the same shop that yeah. that. That's the way it was with them. And yeah. they're both great people and great tattooers, and they still work at the same shop. I don't... So that's, yeah, that's yeah, everybody like else is like, yeah, my, to the rule. my apprentice was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> now, what about these tattoo schools that are churning out people? Uh, Where are those? Like, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oregon. Yeah. Bummer. Isn't it b- by law bummer. that you have to do it, too? Yeah. Is that the case? So. Yeah. Uh, in Oregon, uh, you have to go through tattoo school or there used to be a back door. I got my license there. Uh, if you could prove through taxes that you had been tattooing for like three years or three so, or four, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you could take like the state test, uh, without having to go through the tattoo school. And I think they're trying to like make that harder to do now. Who's teaching oh. those classes? Goofballs. Are tattooers <laughs> just, teaching d- them? Just think of the worst tattooer that you know. Of course it's the worst tattooer. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're not tattooing. They're teaching Teach you school. you can't do, you teach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like beauty school. It's like 10 grand. You go and they teach you basic bloodborne pathogen shit. And man, I had a, a friend who just went through it. And she's texting me like some examples of her work. I'm like, dude, what are you... What are you putting these lines in with? She's like, well, I haven't made it to, I haven't been able to, like, I think afford the uh, coils class yet. So, like, I've only got my my okay to tattoo with rotaries. I'm just like, what, what? are you doing? <laughs> like, what, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, and like, we can only go to like five volts because, like, you know, they don't want a lawsuit or something. It's like you're not learning how to tattoo. You're learning how to like pussyfoot around tattooing. And that's oh, fucking this, terrible. Yeah. Oh, it was just like, what is going on out there? So, okay. Well, yeah. there's tattoo school. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a good time bummer. to take okay. a little break right, right. now. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So let's take five. Come back. Oh, I'm about to piss myself. Future Waves Radio.
Hey, everybody, we're back. Future Waves Radio, sponsored by Pipeworks Brewing. That's right. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> but we don't have any of theirs tonight because uh, Jeff, who is our Pipeworks guy, has been in Japan. Um, so I haven't been able to get beer from him, which is fine. Does we're Pipeworks know they're sponsoring you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm told. They, they, <laughs> or is Jeff sponsoring me? Yeah, that's the little, just fell off a truck. It's a little. No, no, no. They know. They know. I ask him every time, like, should I be hashtagging all this? And he's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, they know. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is great because of like the paradox of why we started this podcast was to oh, yeah. try and stay out of trouble yeah. and stop drinking so much and and now you're getting to immediately. Salute, salute, salute. Yes, yes. We have to get Leatherby to start sponsoring us. Yeah. 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 And Jenko. No. And MySpace. <laughs> Leatherby, right. you, I bet you could that's, probably get those. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Leatherby, they the guys do, got the blue label. Yeah, yeah. They do their version of Molort, which is called Besk because they can no longer call it Molort. Because of Jepsons? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They make an excellent gin as well. Yeah, they I've do. had the gin. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Nathan, who works for him, is a piece of shit. Oh, we love Nathan. He will kiss you on the mouth. He will <laughs> Is just... Nathan the big guy? Yeah, yeah, he must love you then. Nathan, he loves everyone. Yeah. He's full of love. Yeah. Very true. Nathan is a wonderful person. True. He just gets me way too fucked up. <laughs> he Sundayed the shit out of me last week. Okay, like, so... Sunday? Yeah, what does that mean? Put some cherries on top of you, whipped cream. (laughs) (laughs) Bananas on the side. (laughs) Oh, plenty of bananas. Oh, chocolate sauce. (laughs) So can I tell you guys, when when I walked into this bar on Sunday night, I went to meet up with Gifford. And I was like, I was helping a buddy move some a few hours late. Well, Gifford has this hand movement he does. Oh, yeah. When you know he's drunk, he kind of looks like a sorcerer. He does this thing with his fingers. He conjures saxophone hands now. (laughs) Like sa- yeah, yeah, saxophone hands is a great thing. Fucking energy ball. I walk in and I see Gifford and Nathan, and I just see. I look down, and I see like Gifford's hand, and it's not even up. It's like down on the ground, going like making saxophone hands. I'm like, uh oh, he's non-coherent. He can't. He's like, I. He's like, I'm like, hey, do you want me to put you in a lift? He's like, uh, no. I'm like, okay, do you want some water? And then some girl comes up and basically, like, I get pinned between <laughs> Gifford, this girl, and the wall. And I'm like, nobody's making sense right now. I need to get the fuck out of this corner first and foremost. And then I just let him be. And I think you got bounced. Did I? You, <laughs> I think so. By who? By the bouncer. <laughs> oh. Mm. <laughs> really? Yeah, it seemed to be that way, but I decided to distance myself from you for my own self-preservation. Uh, well, nobody nobody called me the next day, so hey, you it's were fine. fine. Sunday night at Cafe Mustache, it's it's fine. Mm. It is called Cafe Mustache. It's called yeah. They do karaoke, and it gets real slippery. So that's what happens apparently. And Nathan was in the mix. Yeah. So yeah, getting Sundayed is because Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the industry, <laughs> industry night, so it's all the like dirt bags that are just out. Like, yeah, I don't have to work Sunday night or Monday, and 
everyone knows everyone at every bar you go to who's working and you get sundayed it's a mess and, and and the whole thing about getting sundayed is like you go out and like you intend just to like oh let's just have brunch and then it that's at like noon and then it's like 2 a.m and you're like it's oh. like tuesday all of a sudden <laughs> yeah god damn it you know your mm, noise reminds me earlier today i asked marco hey did you see the new mad max and he's like yeah, I watched like, I don't know. I just started it, and then there's all these guys going. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> He's like, it freaks me out. He's like, something like so many movies like that when I was young made me like, you know, I don't know. It just freaks me out. I can't watch it. <laughs> so he turned off the movie. Yeah. Oh, Marco, you're missing out. Uh, yeah, all the guys going. Rah, rah. <laughs> I'm going to make sure next time I'm at Skin Abrasions just to grunt and growl as much as possible. I think he's thinking of Road Warrior, that little kid. Right. Maybe he was the, the grunter. The feral kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, then there was the guy with the butt flap, the naked cheeks on the motorcycle. <laughs> he probably did some grunting. <laughs> Got his fingers chopped off. Or that was the boyfriend. Yeah, that was the dude with the glasses. He looked like a square dude, except he had, yeah. He tried to grab the boomerang and lost his fingers. I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I could remember the the song, the, the, the Road Warrior score. It was a score? Oh, yeah. I just remember the little little box with the little wind-up thing. Right, right. I had the little music box. Yeah. But uh, You should have this. I probably have a copy of this like in that stack somewhere. That's completely unorganized. All right, we'll, we'll figure that out mm. later. Later, yeah. <laughs> Where were we? We were, were we talking, talking about, about uh, we were talking about technology. We were talking about tattoo school. Um, so yeah, how do you guys feel about the, you know these people who might be not the best artists, but they're the best people that know how to work their social media. Therefore, they're rising to the top. How do you guys feel about that? And how do you guys feel about um, my TV show? What's your TV show? Ink Master. Oh, because you're not Dave Navarro. Uh, I don't think too much about either of those things, I guess. I totally enjoy Ink Master. It's so shitty. It's <laughs> the worst thing on TV. Yeah. I, I don't, I've watched maybe one of them. So, I, yeah, I have nothing to offer. I think that first one, that guy who kind of lifts himself or markets himself, I, don't, I guess I don't care. Like, yeah. I mean, he's worked for it, you yeah, know, well, not yeah. tattooing-wise, but on the business end. So I, I guess he kind of deserves That's sort of part always, of that. always but, been the case, though, in tattooing and in art and in everything. There's those, yeah, yeah. I mean, Yeah, the better can, self-promoter you are, the you could be a mediocre anything and an amazing self-promoter and, and then be considered an amazing. Yeah. That's not anything new. I think just, you know, internet allows you to do it to way more people. Yeah. Um, and I'm also curious, like, are those guys making any money? Like you've got a hundred thousand followers. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it translates into more work and if not necessarily more work, the ability to choose the kind of work that you want. Yeah, I think it lets them be as busy as they want to be. Yeah, as busy as they want to be doing the stuff they want to do. Right. And I'm all for that. You know, I'll do all kinds of stuff, but 
you know, when the day is over, I'm going to turn a lot of shit down too. Like, say I wanted to get the Monster Energy Drink logo tattooed on me. Why do we always come back to this? (laughs) Nobody here is going to do the Monster Energy Drink logo on you. No, that's not true. I would do it. I'll do it. Why wouldn't I do it? (laughs) Oh, God damn it. If I can can do it, I will do it. I mean, unless... Who are you to judge the client that wants that, Gifford? Yeah, that's that's my point exactly. Uh, I don't care. It's not my tattoo. I don't want to do it. But if somebody cancels... And I look at the social media, and there's a guy going, I want the Monster Energy drink. Hey, dude, you got time? Then fucking A. It's going to happen. Yeah, I want to do it. I don't have a moment where I don't want to do it. I'll do it. You guys are much better people than I am. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like not, I, I make tattoos for a living. Yeah. I don't yeah, care yeah, what yeah. it is. You know? I like making money doing tattoos that are difficult to do for me. But I'm totally happy making money doing something that's super easy and the monster energy drink logo is super easy super easy that's true. i just gotta trace I, it i wouldn't be bummed if i had a whole day of monster energy I mean, if it was I like either. okay cool if let's do this was yeah. an entire back piece <laughs> that was one big monster energy drink logo i mean I, it'd be very very expensive it. yeah i'm still into it all right I'd be bummed because it would just look like a really dumb thing. Well, it would, but... I'd have to mix up a shitload of green, but (laughs) I'd have it ready. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, now follow-up question. Have you, either of you, ever tattooed the Monster Energy drink logo? No. 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 Oh, Mike's raising his hand in the corner. Mike Masajewski of Logan Square Tattoos (laughs) sitting by in the corner, and he has applied the Monster Energy drink logo. But not exactly as it is that would infringe on any copyrights. Exactly, exactly. I walked into, uh, first time I ever went to Sacramento, I walked into the, a tattoo shop and he was looking through the guy's portfolio and he had a photo of a tattoo he did. It was the Red Bull logo, the leader you know, of the bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this thing started on the back of this dude's ankle and went all the way up to his head. Wow. Yeah. He did it for a contest. If you had the biggest Red Bull logo, you would win this Harley. Did he Whoa. win the Harley? He did not win. How did he not win? Somebody bigger than him <laughs> had the same thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, how bummed was he? <laughs> it's like, I was just a little bit taller. <laughs> if only I was a little bit taller. I wish it was a baller. Okay, say it was a $70,000 Harley. I would not get the Red Bull energy drink logo from my ankle to my head for $70,000. You know, I don't have to be in every contest. No. You know, that's the one I would not yeah. be in. Wow. That's... That's oh, Yeah. Can that's you imagine walking so into that awesome. thinking, I got this in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody just an inch taller than you oh, comes man. in with the same thing. Fuck. Oh, that that's awesome. So- <laughs> oh. oh, that's so good. And horrible. Yep. So, so since we're on the topic of some outrageous tattoos, do you guys have any good stories about like the most outrageous requests you've turned down or applied or anything along those lines? I don't. I don't do weird tattoos or crazy tattoos. Not because I don't want to. It's just nobody asks that of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. You know, maybe like four years ago, three, four years ago, some guy came in wanting white pride on them. 
Um, I gave him a price. I said, yeah. okay, where do you want to put it? How big do you want to do it? Okay. Like, are you ready now? I'm ready now. Are you ready now? Uh, he didn't get it. Yeah. But <laughs> the guy, the guy wanting that, white pride, he, he, <laughs> he didn't want to pay for it, though. He didn't want me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, but I mean, I, what do I care? Like, what's, what is white pride? You know, how come white pride is weird to do, but brown pride isn't? No, like I mean, we could get into like power structures and like shit it, like it that, does it. It means nothing to me. Yeah. It was just another tattoo. It was a Monster Energy Drink logo. <laughs> um, but the owner of the shop at the time was like, "No, no, no. He did you, he wants white pride." I was like, "Yeah, I heard him. I know what he wants." It's even uh, better if you're a Mexican happen. guy yeah, <laughs> doing a like, white pride tattoo. So, well, yeah. <laughs> when, when, when I worked in Milwaukee, I, I don't know if you know Andre Luna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, cause we worked, worked together briefly. Okay, yeah. So we worked at Starship, you know, on, on like West Dallas, and people would come in, and there's a contingent of that clientele, and be like, oh, I want like white pride or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, we got a guy in back, and Andre's not a tiny man. Like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> His fist is about the size of my head, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll do it," and then <laughs> sit down and wouldn't say a goddamn thing the whole time. Was, yeah, I think you should, yeah, send it to the the brown guy or the, yeah, sure. the black guy. Yeah. When I worked in Mountain View, I was sitting back there by myself. Paco wasn't in the shop. Tattooed. Maybe it was his day off or something. And this old old ass white guy comes rolling in, and he's like. I want the Bavarian Eagle on my chest. And I'm like, the Bavarian Eagle? And I do, oh, okay, well. And he unfolds a piece of paper, and it's like the, the eagle from the Nazi flag yeah, with yep. the thing. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. Goes, but are you a Jew? <laughs> I go, no, I'm not a Jew, but I'm just not into that. Is your mother a Jew? <laughs> no, my mother is not a Jew, but I don't want to tattoo that on you. I don't have to do it if I don't want to. I will pay you. I want some Bavarian Eagle on my chest. Nope, I'm not doing it. And so he ends up leaving. And I kind of look outside, and he has like a fucking like 1940s Volkswagen Bug with a... You know, of course he did. The, 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 the hood ornament and shit. And then, like, a couple weeks later, he comes back. I want the Bavarian Eagle on my chest. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking doing it. I don't, I'm don't. i not comfortable with that. I'm not cool. You know, you know, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Is it, are you Jew? <laughs> no, I'm not a Jew. Is your mother Jew? <laughs> no, you have to fucking leave. So he leaves. Two or three weeks later, he comes back. I want the Bavarian Eagle on my chest. And I'm like, just put my index finger in the middle of his chest, and I just start pushing him backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, are you Jew? Is your mother Jew? Why do you not want to do? I go, I don't want to do fucking Nazi shit on you. He's like, this is not Nazi. It's Bavaria. <laughs> like, Mm. Oh, okay, and I back him out the front door. Just that, that was the last time he ever came. Nazi with Alzheimer's. Right. It's like exactly the same spiel every time. Are you a Jew? Is your mother Jew? Like, oh, no, but it's okay. But I did do a crab with a vagina for a face for its face a long time ago. <laughs> that's excellent. I would. That's awesome. So yeah. On that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I went back in Mountain View when I worked at Paco Dietz's. I've I've got a friend that has an amazing portfolio of tattoos, like all like that. Like, um, and I th maybe it happens because 
he said yes to one person and put it in his book and everybody else was like, well, this guy's not going to judge me for my freakness. So um, <laughs> he did a portrait of a woman on her, on her lower back, naked, uh, so that her boyfriend can still see her from the front while he's doing it from the back. <laughs> There was another tattoo. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, we got to talk about this. Yeah, one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think like the boyfriend requested that, or she was like, "This will just be a really nice treat for him." Valentine's is coming up, and I got to <laughs> yeah. get him something. <laughs> Sweetest day, because I'm ah, grab I my back titties, <laughs> my back titties. <laughs> 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 like what, how did that play out? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like what? how's the tattoo? I mean, it's awesome. No, but describe it. Like, it, does it have it's, like legs that go down like the back I think, of her legs? I want to like, say like she's more like from what I remember, she's more like kneeling. So you just kind of see the top, like her thighs, mm -hmm. um, and then from there up. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe she had her hands on her on her hips. Maybe, but. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Um, a, another tattoo. There was three mouths, just like what? just floating mouths, you know. And they were like vampire. Like they had vampire teeth coming out of the yeah. the lips. And one of them just had a random dick in the mouth. <laughs> um, Man, how awesome would like 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 if you were gonna go to work tomorrow and you're like, oh, I'm gonna do some tattoo. Oh, what? Do I, oh, I got fucking okay. Like. Dick mouth at one, <laughs> you know, like weird vagina thing at three. Like if that was your day every day, you'd be like some he, fucking he, weird shit. He could publish his portfolio and I'd probably buy it. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, mean so, I'm not like, I've never been asked not once to do a tattoo like that. He has an entire portfolio of it. I got this, I got asked once, I did it, and this old guy, he's probably in his like 60s, came in and, uh. This is when I was working in Milwaukee. And he was like, oh, I want to get a tattoo. I don't really know what I want. And we were like, kind of talking. And I showed him my book. He's like, you know, right, some of that like weird stuff you do. I'm like, okay, cool. And I go to take the garbage out. And he kind of follows me out. He like corners me by the dumpster. <laughs> yes. and I'm like, dude, what's up? He's like, oh, I don't mean to freak you out. But like, I didn't want to say this in front of like everyone else in there. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> what I really want to get tattooed is... A vagina on my forearm, like my whole forearm, is opening with like teeth inside, like sharp teeth, like biting down. I'm like, okay, like no one in there is gonna care, but like, <laughs> yeah, you're sure? And he's like, no, because I hate women. They're terrible. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this is his way of getting back at him, <laughs> like self mutilation. Yeah, and so like you know, I did it and. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, why are you getting this, man? And he's like, well, you know, I just like broke up with my girlfriend. She's like, uh -huh. fucking like 20. And she's cost, I spent like like 40 grand on her over the last month. I'm like, that, that's a lot of money, dude. Like, she was an expensive prostitute. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, Where, how, where'd you make all your money, man? And he's like, oh, I used to run a Christian bookstore off the New Jersey <laughs> <Jesus>. Turnpike. <laughs> what? That's surprising and not surprising. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course you did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess there's my weird that's, one. 
<laughs> this is a Christian bookstore. Like, yeah. how do you go like, like, and it, and the fact they said forty grand in a month though, it's like, it's how hard. fast like do you like meet this girl? You sell your Christian bookstore, <laughs> you lose your faith, and you go from there. To, to Milwaukee. Milwaukee and getting a <laughs> vagina with teeth tattooed. And he like, finished it and he's looking in the mirror and he's like, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then he's kind of quiet for a minute and he's like, I don't, uh, what am I going to tell my niece about this? <laughs> oh. Dude, I don't know. Like, you Ooh. didn't think of that. Like That instant regret is one yeah. of those things. Like I've uh, never had that from a tattoo, but, but I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen from hanging out in it shops. Also like. wasn't a walk. He, he, he didn't like come in and get it that day. He made an appointment, came in like a week later. <laughs> he had a week to mull this over. Ooh. Yeah. So well, I have, I don't feel bad about that's No, I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not him. Like, he shouldn't, but. Yeah, see, I've seen that instant regret happen before, and it's like, mmm. Shouldn't have gotten tattooed today. I've had that instant regret. Yeah, I have I've too. done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, 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 damn it. <laughs> Going back to um, uh, Ink Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, if only tattooers were actually running that show. It could be something, but it's not. Yeah. Um, well, you have not Dave Navarro, or actual Dave Navarro. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> mind that he was on, he's on that show. I understand why he's on that show, and I don't blame him for taking that job. No. Well, it's, it's designed to be a TV show. It has nothing to do with the tattoos. It's all about the bullshit and the drama. Right, but I think you can have both, a, a, a TV show and actually something good. I mean, that show was made, but it only lasted, like, I don't know, nine episodes. Uh, Tattoo Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh, what it yeah. should be. Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah. The average person isn't entertained. It's like you know, the I average think the person. the average person was entertained by that thing, though. Were they? I've, I've it didn't heard, get much play. It didn't that, get much yeah. play, but I've had a number of con- of contestants of people <laughs> tell me oh yeah i saw that thing it was really cool like it wasn't all fucking bullshit and stuff like like it was cool to see them doing the tattoos like it was cool that they showed the homework before the tattoo right the, like, but, oh they're doing research oh they're going to do a drawing and you know they're going to change that drawing so the cool thing is though like we, any one of us could make that show at this point in time i mean you can just get a camera and do that like if you wanted to do if someone out there listening to this wants to do tattoo wars revamped and throw it up on youtube you can do that and it would be probably you might not get the level of talent that was on that show but that's the key part of it but if someone did it right i think you could i think most people that were involved in that would probably say like yeah sure i would do that again if it was done well, if some action, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, most you know, because they're all people that cared about it. I don't think anyone on those shows were like, yeah, this is really gonna make my career. No, they all, already were made, right? So if but, someone okay, came in, imagine and, that on the scale of Ink Masters. You know, however many people, a dozen. I'd almost um, rather see it. Aaron's a um, dozen Leos. Well, yeah, you know, like that's a show I want to see. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're guy has been tattooed for yeah. twenty years. Yeah, 
I mean, right. The average, and, and also it would, you would have to have like one episode spread out over an entire series or a season, you know, because you don't want to just see like a 20 second clip of one of those dudes tattooing and like their process. You want to see, it's like a whole episode devoted to each one and then maybe what they came up with at the end of it. Like that, that would be. I'd, I would still rather see a 20 minute clip of Leo Zulueta tattooing than. Sure. Anything on Ink Master. Or most or, of them. Mo- you right. know, there are a handful of people on those shows that are awesome tattooers you you can't take that away from them no but there's always the spread there's like right the two like insane weird hacks then like four or five like people who are not good at tattooing but they're trying or they believe they're getting better or something then there's like a few that are pretty good and somewhat established and then there's like three that are like have totally made it in tattooing and you know, you can go, oh, there's the three. One of them is going to win. I mean... And sprinkle in a couple hot chicks, too. The, oh, titties, so... Like, the first half of those shows, the half of the season, are just sacrificial lambs. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not going to make this past third week. Come on. You know that. I know that. Yeah. All the, yeah. They pick out the one or two personalities, and they say, this person has to make it to round six or something. But For the entertainment yeah. value. Mm-hmm. Who's like that guy in the first season? The like the the spiked sunglasses and stuff. Guy, black guy from New York. I I don't mm, remember I don't. that. I mean, I mean, how long? Where can I buy those sunglasses on? though? That's some dope. <laughs> yeah. Jenko dot com. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just gonna plug it until it happens. <laughs> until he gets that sponsorship. I just can't wait until it's like Gifford. I can show up at your shop with like a box of like. We got pants, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Hope it's, hope it's not a windy day because your skinny ass will blow away. Uh, you can just cut leg. them in half and make aprons. Right. Yeah. You got yeah. two aprons for every sure. jean. Four. One. Yeah, there you go. An, a, a, two aprons per leg. Uh, Janko, do not sponsor us. Janko, you should make tattoo aprons. Like, sweet. You got enough denim. We know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> totally derailed this with your Jenko talk. Sorry, I do that sometimes. So, technology. Where do you guys see the future? Where is the future going? I keep wondering when everyone's going to switch to Snapchat, tattooing wise. I, I mean, like people oh, are I don't trying, have but I like. Yeah, I can't. I, like, Snapchat's hugely popular it's where I live, popular. but not really with tattooing. And, and which I, I'm not really so sure why, you know. See, I thought of Snapchat as like a way to share your penis, n- my penis <laughs> with other people. <laughs> and, you know, and, and like for the whole new photo thing. Well, I didn't know that it tells the other person when you take a screenshot. Got in some trouble for that one. But uh, it's to me, it's like I didn't like the platform. Like. So I ended up deleting it. I'm like, okay, enough of the world has seen my dick for now. Until I get that urge again. You'll it's be back. Sp- it's springtime. You'll be back. So. Yeah. Until hey. you move to a new city. No, 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 no. <laughs> that does, has nothing no. to do with it. 
When the new influx of people come to this city? Uh, yeah, Matt's dick pics just sort of like the tides. <laughs> come in, come out. <laughs> maybe it's just, you know, maybe I got to get a new shaving pattern or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. But, you know, it's, I just felt like it was kind of like, who fucking cares? It was like the whole reason why I never joined Twitter was like, I, everything I hated about Facebook, which was like, People giving me two lines of how they feel was why I never joined Twitter. And I then, tried like, Twitter. I, I tried just, Twitter I too. Can't. Yeah. I fucking didn't give a shit. Yeah. Right. And then I like I deleted it and I went back to it. It's like I I, I don't have enough to share. Like right. I mean, and people that are on there are like a hundred tweets a day. I'm like, what are you? I Every stupid I left the thought. bathroom. Yeah, I, yeah. I, had, I didn't wipe good enough. My butt itches. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'd going, read I'm, that. Like that, yeah, my, I'd laugh. More you know, that's it's more. It's more like it's more like I'm in my kitchen. I'm having lunch. Yeah, like that. I'm going back to the. Do I want pickles on this sandwich? Somebody answer that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Then you get in a whole sub fight of like one of your friends wants you to have pickles, the other one's like, fuck pickles. And well, what like, kind of Well, pickles? as a mom, I don't think pickles are good. And then it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, everyone yeah, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, and I was, I was tattooing this girl the other day, and she's like, rah, 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 on Snapchat, like, whatever, you swipe one direction or something to like get rid of it or scrolling through or something. And I'm like, is that Snapchat? And she's like, oh, God, Snapchat is life. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, how how old was this person? Twenty. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. you should have convinced Maybe. her to get that tattooed on her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chest rocker. Snapchat is life. Snapchat is life. But I, but I, I think it's one of those things where it's like the the idea of people getting to, hey, look at this, look at what I did, is why people like Snapchat because they get to build something that they're bullshit into something more than just. Well, like what are you doing? What is the actual content there? So I guess I get when you say like, why isn't tattooing? Because like you're doing something and I, may, maybe that's like worth something. Like people is it, want to is see it, it also but, something where it expires? Like 10 seconds. Yeah. So yeah, that's not really something that would be good for tattooing, which right, is right. Instagram. I mean, I like you can yeah, at least get the 15 second clip. You, but Yeah. And you have like a portfolio that people right. can scroll through. If your portfolio yeah. vanishes in ten seconds, like that's not helping you out. There is an awesome one called it, Fuse. It's a, like a, so maybe this is it. I don't think so, but if you take your phone and then make like a panorama around the 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 tattoo, and then it does some weird like digital mapping thing, and then it gives you a three D photo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's pretty huh. fucking cool. Um, so we're just showing us on his phone right now, Fuse, which I haven't. Does it with. help if you have a bunch of foam on your tattoo and you're wiping it away? Oh, as you're doing that? <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. But does All it right. plug into other media? That's the it biggest. It plugs thing. into Facebook at least. Okay. So that you, you I can, can see the application of that because yeah. it's sometimes it's hard to take a photo. Let's say of of a sleeve, yeah. you know, you got to take several photos. With yeah, it. that it never reads properly. Right, right. Yeah, and then you try to kind of line them back up, and yeah, that doesn't work yeah. out. Yeah, it's, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, his eye. Where um, we're looking at picture of my dog's face on fuse, showing his eye blinking as I moved the. So Matthew, now that. 
Fuse is in the mix. I can get a whole... Yeah, we can get back into the dick pic game. <laughs> oh, man. Whole new platform for you. <laughs> I got to start training now. <laughs> you, you could you probably do something cool again. with it, too. Where You mean training your hair? <laughs> <laughs> you know I did. Um, you know, as you, like, swipe or, you know, pan across it, you move in slightly and then out. So it doesn't just go around it. It, like comes closer and then farther away. Oh, yeah. 3D. Yeah. 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 It can be like a real dick experience, right. like in your face. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is great. How it, many... It almost touches your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> How many dick pics do you think are already on Fuse? Like, do you think people are taking it to that level? I'm sure that's the first thing that was Okay, yeah. why the yeah. fuck was a camera put on the phone in the first place? You know it was done by sure. a man, and it was no, you know it was done to take a picture of his dick. Probably. Yeah. Why did we invent the internet for pornography? Like, that's I, I think probably just pornography has always been on the cusp of all of that stuff. Yeah. Okay, how can we exploit this? Pornography yeah. is the mother of invention. True. It's, yeah. That's why. Really? That's why. <laughs> but seriously, this goes back to like why Blu ray beat out um, HD DVD, why fucking VHS beat out Betamax. Like, porn has always been in the leading one. So. So all we have to do is look towards where my dick pics are going, (laughs) where porn is, and be like, jump on that for your up your tattoo game, your your marketing game. Just follow the porn trail. So (laughs) I don't know how that can really into following. I'm looking to see if there's a hashtag (laughs) like dick pic or something on Fuse because it does use hashtags. See, but that's the thing, like. What what is porn doing now that can be applicable to the tattoo world? I don't. What I, I'm not like up to date with like. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Porn now exists. Yeah. A guy I know's wife is a videographer for Kink.com, and she and some of her friends are splitting off from Kink because Kink is moving out of the state due to condom laws. Oh no way! And so they're they're going to move to Nevada. Condoms, bummer. <laughs> yeah. Right. But so they started this thing where they film girls sitting around smoking weed and then they get it on. (laughs) And apparently it's really popular. People really like to see like they get horny watching girls smoke weed. Yeah, I find I know like I just saw this documentary where it goes into that like all about like the feminism and weed stuff and like how like sometimes it's exploited like in as far as like the legitimization of like cannabis business and like how like exploiting it can happen but dude the whole like i remember seeing like there was like a like a like an x-rated version of high times i saw that was like fucking 15 or 20 years ago that was like all like naked girls and weed and i was like this is awesome yeah see i don't get i don't i mean i don't get it like i like weed but, like, I couldn't sit there, you know, if I had a video and there was two girls getting stoned, fucking you bet your ass I'd fast forward right past them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't give, I don't well, see why anybody can get, I mean, you know, it's just my personal opinion. I don't give a or, shit about this storyline. <laughs> or, 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 like, yeah. oh, man, there's, oh, look at, that's, like, some sweet sense Amelia or something. Like, <laughs> like, oh, look at the, like, oh, they're, they're fucking dabs. It's, they're doing dabs or whatever. Like, well, I th- honestly think that the relation is, is for the clientele is these, there's all these fucking dudes sitting by themselves and their parents basement smoking weed 
and they can relate to these girls and that makes them obtainable I, being I, like, oh. I like weed you like weed that kind like of like maybe they'll yeah. bang me someday. you get super shown and you're almost bo- like smoking <laughs> weed with them exactly we have so much in common right that's oh, so it, it, it normalizes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So sad. yeah. <laughs> but it sells uh, I guess, yeah. According to what you guys are saying, it does. But no, there's, there's I'm not a saying anything of that. <laughs> What's that? I'm not saying anything. Oh, the, the, <laughs> Lily, I was like, damn, I love watching the girls smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I don't even care if they yeah, get it I, on I if they just smoke yeah, weed. I cut off that part. Just, I just want to see yeah. the weed. Rip that bong because it'll never be. <laughs> rip it yeah. and rip it. We'll never have medical marijuana in Wisconsin. This is yeah. as close as it gets. Oh God, California, it's like just legal. Yeah, no, l- yeah. Last time I was there, it was. It's weird. It's weird to see that. Like I'm totally yeah. for it, but it's still weird for me to come from here and then go out there and just see people walking down the street or, or driving, smoking. Yeah, that's illegal. I've seen it. Yeah, and like those dudes weren't even hiding it. It's like, man, you can't. Like, why don't you just grip it like a regular cigarette? Like, you guys are like, oh. yep, yep. <laughs> All Cheech and Chong and in their car. And it's like, that's, yeah. man, there's a lot of sick people in San Francisco. <laughs> Everybody's got cataracts back here. Hurts. I can't sleep at night. Got a car wreck. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I still trip out. Like, you know, I'm very desensitized to it, but there's still times, you know, just from growing up when, you know, you did not, you know, having a joint could put you in jail. And, you know, I walk out of the shop and there's like two or three people sitting on the sidewalk, you know, just smoking up like on the corner of, you know, Folsom Street and whatever. Like, oh, shit, there's no, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. It's OK now. Kind of. Technology, man. Made people smoke weed in public. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> social, social media. Social media probably did play a part in it, though. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Because people want to show off where they're smoking weed in public at. Well, yeah. And then also, I mean, just, you know, even well before it was very, you know, at the legal stage that it's at, people were posting pictures of their buds. On I remember on MySpace, like going like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, why was that person like, that seems stupid to me. And there's a guy like showing like some like crazy crystalline buds like like look what i grew uh like you know like dude cops are coming to your house bro yeah yeah but it was was, i remember it's like pretty prolific even back then and then you know facebook tons of it and then now instagram shit all over Mm -hmm. yeah it's all over instagram yeah hash hash oil weird fucking that's like its own form of pornography though like like the weed pornography is so funny because there will be no naked people just like like oh this bho is like and it's like super close up like it's like an angle crazy angle and it's just like fuck like who gets off on that do you guys have people out here getting like fucked up like permanently fucked mentally from smoking uh the synthetic cannabinoids from china and stuff oh like spice and all that shit um you know it's it's one of those things like it's not really prevalent um, not something that I would know about because, like, I'm not really. I nobody ever really fucked with that shit. Like, at least in the circles that I ran with, and like, because everyone was like, "Why the fuck would we not just smoke real weed?" Right. Yeah. And like, even then, like, 
You know, yeah, it's no idea. I know, th- I know there was a big problem with that, like over in Europe and the UK and shit. But yeah, I mean, I like I tattoo a couple uh, or a few emergency room nurses, and they say they'll get people come in, and I'm like, like, how do you know that's what it is? And they're like, oh, you know, when it looks like you look at their face and their soul is dead. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You know what? Now that now that you say that, because I remember I saw something that was talking. Like I think it was like a vice special about it, and like and then I remember asking like a doc, my doctor about it, and and they were telling me that like it's a thing that happens. Like kids will come in, their parents will bring them in. They're young, and they're fucked up on that shit, and it's like the worst thing ever. And and I remember I I I went in. Like about eight months ago, I was like fucked up. Turns out it was the DTs. Um, Wait, <laughs> what? I didn't know about that. Delirium tremors from drinking way too much and like fucking took a combo of some weird drugs and like I got fucked up. So I went in. I went into the hospital, not the hospital. I went to go see my doctor, right? And so my normal doctor, who's basically he's awesome. His prescription pad is real loose. Um, but the other doctor went to go see me. <laughs> Um, she's like, she like was really in my face about everything I had done and taken. She's like, did you sm-? like, I was like, when's the last time you, you smoke any weed? And I was like, yeah, I smoked weed like probably like a week ago. She's like, are you sure it was weed? Like, was it like, cause she's all concerned about synthetic cannabinoids. And I'm like, no, like actually like the person who grew it, I know, like, I know it's legit. Like it's completely, she was like, kept repeating herself. Like, are you sure? Are you sure? And so she goes on to tell me like, that's a common thing. And I was showing similar symptoms of like crazy withdrawal but it was just a crazy bender for me that ended up pretty dark when did that never eh. that was like uh difference concern i'm laughing and julio looks paranoid i'm like bho dt i don't even know these letter combinations bho is butane hash oil dt's is delirium tremens that's alcohol withdrawal yeah, October was... Well, that's when Pete left. Yeah, all right. Well, moving on. Because uh, <laughs> when... No, Pete didn't leave till November, and that's actually what it was, because when Pete left town, I dried out. <laughs> you, you two were on a fucking tear for, like, two months straight. Three months. Well, I'm leaving soon. You can't say no. Okay. <laughs> you guys. All right. That sounds uh, terrible. It was. I avoided them. I... I hid from Matt and Pete all last summer. They're, they were on the do not fly list. Yeah. No, it's like, I can't. I'm, I know what that entails, and I will not be going there. No. One of the best nights of my life, though, was when, because me and Pete, we had a we had a band together, DMTNT, and we stopped working on it a couple years ago. We sat in this very spot, passing back a whole bottle of Fernet that we cracked at like 2 a.m., passed it back and forth, listening to our own music until like sunrise, until the bottle was gone. It was awesome. (laughs) We felt like Kanye West in the flesh. Sounds dark. Got really dark. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. Is that like a good ending point? (laughs) (laughs) Real dark. And then just cut it. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming coming on the Uh, podcast, guys. I mean, yeah. uh, Anyone got anything else they want to... We've kind of tapped this technology thing. Yeah, someone provide me with the new social media. Yeah, tell us. I only want one second to look at it. (laughs) Just like zap it right into your head. No, just, okay, oh, done. Okay, next one. No, oh, done. In the time we've been talking, I've seen 45 pictures, and I can never see them again. Yeah, there's 3D. That's going to be a thing. That is a thing, but it's 
the what Oculus Rift, whatever. Have any idea what I'm talking about? I know, I know no. exactly the the goggle thing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's gonna take over porn big time. Another it's, fucking awesome episode of South Park about it. <laughs> it was like it was like some really like they're paranoid. Who's really controlling the? You know who's whose delusion is it? Like they're stuck in the Oculus thing. That's Cartman, and then they like go shut Cartman's thing down, and nothing happens, and they're still in the thing. Oh, it's Kenny or whatever. Eventually, it ends up being somebody completely, or Randy the dad, or somebody like that. <laughs> they're all stuck in this like Oculus hallucination. Man, that's, that's gonna be crazy. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to take acid and get in that. <laughs> Sounds horrifying. Have you uh, have you seen like on YouTube like people wearing? Uh, the Oculus goggles, watching porn or anything like that. No. no. Oh yeah, just like look on YouTube, Oculus, and they'll, you know. I think I saw one more with like uh, horror movies or something oh, like that, maybe. where they got you know just shit scared out of them, and they're all jumping, right, know, like, right, like trying to get out of the way of the boogeyman or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Do it. It's, it, it's we, available. What are you waiting yeah, for? It's now. Yeah, yeah user uh, user available. Well, it's probably expensive. You got to just go to the Best Buy, try it on for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that would be so awesome to, just, to take acid and go to Best Buy again. I haven't done that since I was in high school. That sounds, sounds like the worst. Ooh, those yeah. blue shirts and a, like three hits of a good acid. Uh, you should walk in there with a blue shirt on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like one of you. <laughs> Accept Got me as your own. on in a blue shirt. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's up? I'm Matthew. They sent me over from the North Branch. Uh, yeah. You know, that would totally probably work. Like, a lot of, I find like a lot of those places are so poorly run. Like, if you really want, you can just show up in yeah, Target wearing red. Yeah. And just like help out. And they'll be like, oh, what's up? Let's do that. God, what a shitty way to spend your day <laughs> working at Target for free. You mean not working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who yeah. knows, man? Target could have like a dope break room back there with like. It doesn't. It looks like a Hype Williams music video. You never no, know. Well, you could yeah. probably meet some girls or something. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> no, 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 but, no. But then they would think you work at Target. Yeah. Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't fly. See, that's the problem, though. Yeah. There's some dope chicks who work at Target up the street, though. But if they work there... Attractive people target the one in Logan Square. Yeah. Not the one over on uh, Addison. No. Mm -mm. But if you wanted to meet the girls that work there, then you could infiltrate... Come in as my last day. I'm pretty sure if you go in and you're like, what's up? I don't work here. <laughs> You have a better <laughs> chance of like getting a number. I should show happen. up in my Best Buy gear. <laughs> I mean, you know what? They're just workers there. They don't really give a shit. It's not yeah. Mr. Best Buy doesn't work there. It's yeah. just some other person. Just yeah, that's true. Yeah, just be nice. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're not a, being a dick about it. Yeah, I can't imagine them kicking you out. No, you'd be the most exciting thing happened that day. Yeah, yeah. Some dude came in and did my job for me, and I got paid for it. <laughs> uh, I need to start taking classes or something, because that's... I've been telling you that <laughs> for the last year. Uh, uh, I All right. This you. <laughs> Future Waves Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, hold on. You guys uh, want to plug anything in your shops? Or yeah. Any, yeah. Julio, go for it. 
All right. Um, I'm at Cornerstone Tattoo in Milwaukee. Um, phone number is 414-482-3111. What is your Instagram and, or social media Instagram, website? Instagram, Avila 7 And Facebook is probably the same. All right. Jeff? Uh, Jeff Croce, 7th Sun Tattoo in San Francisco. 415-551-7766. And at J-E-F-F-C-R-O-C-I on Instagram. Cool. Thank you guys so much for thank you guys. coming in. Yeah, yeah, thank you. With us. Thanks for hanging yeah. out. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, cheers. Salute. Cheers. Bye, Perks Brewing.